Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Candidiva Conversations. We are the Candidivas, Gianna and Chasta. And thanks, as always, for joining us on our sometimes live radio show and sometimes podcast. <laughs> hey, it depends on what life has time for. And we all know, we know that you all totally get that. Yes, you do. So, um, this week, Sunday, this past Sunday, if you're listening to this right now, if you're not, then that won't make sense to you, but was the Oscars. Yes, it was on February 24th. That's right. And 2013. (laughs) (laughs) This could be even another year. You never know in the world of archives. Anywho, it was the Oscars and that's like Gianna and I's Super Bowl. Although Gianna loves the Super Bowl too, because she's a huge sports girl. Yeah, but this is like... The Oscars. The Oscars. I mean, who doesn't want to watch the Oscars? Even my husband, who's like, ugh, loves it. I know. Jay likes it, too. He actually, like, helps me break down the fashion. He is so, oh, no, you didn't to the TV. He cracks me up when, (laughs) in these moments, I'm all, who are you? It's so cute. So, yes, we had, let's start with the red carpet. Let's go from beginning to end. The red carpet, we'll start with the Oscar fashion. Go ahead, Gianna. Oh, it's okay. Did you watch E's? I did. CN or ABC's coverage? I, I, I flipped back and forth from E to ABC. Okay, I did too. Yeah. Um, I always have to say E does a great job. They great should. Job. They're yeah. the entertainment right. network. Okay, the given that, Juliana always does a really great job. Yeah. Love Ryan Seacrest, the whole thing mm-hmm. with their whole red carpet stuff. Um. I did think ABC did an okay job, although I, I kind of had a couple of issues with some of the hosts. Kristen Chenoweth? I, I Honey like, Charles? I know. I'm a big fan of Kristen Chenoweth, oh but God. I felt like every... Maybe it's because she's an actress and she hobnobs with these people on a regular basis. Yeah. I felt like she... Everyone was, hun, what's the most exciting thing you want to see her at the thing? You know, like, who do you want to meet? It was just so... Insider. It just was so. It was just so cheeky. It was know? so cheesy to me. Like cheesy, super cheesy. She was like, okay, I get it. You're from the south, and and we call everyone hun and pumpkin and darling. I do it too. And sometimes it can be a crutch. Like if someone's nervous or something, like sure. that could be. And I felt like she was kind of uncomfortable at times, even with people she knew. It was like I felt like she just kind of didn't know what she was doing. And maybe that's because we watch, like, people on E! that do this, you know, for years and years and years. And that's what I love about E! is it's so comfy. It's so casual. You know, they're sitting there, like, chatting about it. It just, I don't know, it's different to me. It is. ABC is like you're on a stage. And, like, for the interview, they, like, step on the stage. And it's like, I don't know. It just seems like too much for me. It is. I think, but here's the thing with Kristen. Like, she's an actress. Mm -hmm. You know, she should look this, like, I'm being hired to play... A red carpet host. Right. Who doesn't... Because if if Nancy O'Dell or, you know, Juliana Rancic, whatever huge Mary Hart, whatever huge entertainment host was on the red carpet, she's not going to be constantly going, hey girl, honey child. I know. You know, it was a little much. It was a little much. And I, I loved her interaction when you knew they were her friends, which I thought was cute. But other than that, after like the seventh person, I'm like, if she says the same question and the same thing to the same person one more time... I might not love her as much. I Yeah, she bugged me a lot. And I think she's really cute. I'm not a huge musical theater person, and I'm not huge on, like, what she does. But I appreciate it, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, she's I think talented. She's a very talented girl. She's a beautiful girl. But it was, like, even to a girl from the South who relates to that notion, it was bugging the shit out of me. Oh, So yeah. I can't imagine how it felt to somebody who doesn't normally call people hun darling pumpkin and all the rest i just feel like it was it, it was it's too contrived. much she was and she was trying to be so like 
I'm friends with all these people. I'm the perfect pick to do this. Right. Again, I, I love her talent, but I just didn't love her as a host. Kelly Rowland was okay. She was a you could tell she was incredibly nervous. I, she was so nervous, uh, visibly nervous. Yeah, she. Yeah. I think she was trying to field like you could hear her thinking of right. what to ask next. <laughs> and when that happens, you know it's kind of painful. Yeah, definitely. You're like, okay. I thought it was really awkward. I only saw Kelly Rowland do maybe two or three interviews, but one of them was Jamie Foxx. Did you that see interview. that? So awkward. She was like practically licking his chest. Yeah, when she in front them. of her, and she was like, oh my god, like went overboard with how good he smelled in front of his daughter. His daughter was like, this is really like, she looked like it was awkward. Yeah. Oh, she did. It, it was, was bad. It was awkward. And then he said he had a crush on her. Oh, I didn't even hear that. I turned it. Like I got so awkward. I just turned it back to eat. It I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I did. Oh God. So she was a little bizarro. Obviously Robin Roberts was Robin. She's, she's, she's Robin. Fantastic. She's fantastic. Laura Spencer. I like too. So I love she, Laura Spencer. I mean, she, and she looked gorgeous. She did. And she is that, you know, she's an entertainment reporter. Like she this does is her this, thing, right, you right. know, the other, um, on the red carpet.com, I guess, or it's either the Oscars or ABC has this extra thing online. Did you see Brandy Glanville's dress? I don't even know who that is. Okay, so Brandy Glanville is one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she got hired to work on the redcarpet.com. Oh, okay. For this show. Her, she designed her own dress, and she's, I guess, coming out with her own fashion line. Of and course she it is. was so inappropriate, Chasta. Okay, what's her name? Brandy Glanville. Oh, my God. It's barely covering her boobs. It's barely... Co- I mean, the waist down, it's actually lovely. You know, I did see that picture on Yahoo when they do the red carpet like wrap-up, but I didn't know who she was, and I thought, wow, that girl's about to fall out of her dress. So, I have to say she's probably considered one of the worst dressed. I'd imagine, yeah. What's her name? Brandy, Brandy Glanville. Glanville. I actually like her. Like, I don't hate the girl. She kind of cracks me up on the red on her sh- on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's very tell it like it is. She's a girl's girl. She's um, from which one? Uh, Beverly Hills Housewives. Oh, oh Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, yeah. Heidi Klum, her dress was ridiculous. You're Heidi Klum. Like, you can do anything. It's clear. Who's single again? Yeah, you I can mean, tell. Jesus. Yeah. Her boobs, like, she had, like, the J-Lo cleavage down to, or slit down to her navel. The back pretty much didn't even have any anything. coverage it at all. Mesh. Yeah, mesh. It and was crazy. strip of... And Sparkles. had you covered up part of that top, it would have been a pretty dress. I don't like this. The, I, I didn't like the chevron. I didn't like the whole um, layers of sequence. I thought like there were like Halle Berry had layers of different types of beading, yeah, and so forth, and it all kind of worked for me. Yeah, Heidi's didn't work. Heidi's wasn't as. Um, it looks very. I'm trying so hard to be sexy, but my dress is kind of old lady. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. You know, that's the vibe I got. Also, yeah. Helena Bonham Carter. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Frightening. She like that's what she does. She does, but for once. I know. I know. I feel yeah. I told, you know. Would we not shit our pants though if she came to it? Also, yeah. like her hair pulled back and like a straight ponytail and like a pretty dress on, we probably wouldn't even recognize her. It's, it looks like she just rolled out of bed. Look, I give people props for being themselves. I love that people are unique and individual. That's great and all, but like at least comb your hair or do something funky. Like you can be funky and cool. And still be presentable. You have to have, you have to know how to have that individuality. Yeah. Like, this is not presentable individuality. It's just train wreck. Like, for example, you know, Katy Perry crosses the line with that individuality stuff. When she does her hair blue with the blue dress, that is passable. I might not love it. But it at least it's at least slightly it's her, decent. But dressed up her. Exactly. You yeah. know, at least it's slightly like going she's to, got a thing going on. Right. This is not. This is like, oh my God, I have to go to another one of these things. Damn it. Speaking of, Kristen Stewart, 
could you be more annoyed that you have to present at the Oscars? Like yeah. that girl. Okay. She, she cut her annoyed. foot the day before or a couple days before or something. And she was on crutches. But there is a full-on way. I mean, you can still be on crutches or in a boot. Gianna and I have both had to wear boots. Yep. They suck, but you can totally make it work oh, if yeah. you have to. Uh, she just looked, her dress didn't fit. I'll even give her a pass on that, okay? That happens from time to time. Her hair looked like she had just been, like, bedhead, if you know what I mean. It was, like, totally, like, scrabbled up in the back. And she kept doing that, like, annoying, I'm annoyed, can't be bothered with you people face. Like, I, she bugs the shit out of me. I, I don't know how she succeeds in this business. Like, Twilight, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't. Well, now I, that Twilight's done, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see where she goes from here. Because she is the same character in every film and clearly in real life as well. And it is really annoying. I will say this, though. Um, <laughs> she has finances. You know, she has the money to have a fantastic hairstylist, makeup artist, someone who can take in the dress. Right. You know what I mean? If I had to rock the boot, I would have completely changed the dress. You know they have backup plans. Oh, of course there they There are do. three other dresses hanging there that are viable options just in case something goes awry. Right. You know, or you have your other dress you're going to wear to the party afterwards because Jennifer Lawrence didn't wear the big wedding dress the whole night. Right. You know? Right. She changed for the after parties, but you know she had a backup plan. She should have showed the boot because without knowing that she, if you had it on mute and you didn't know she had the boot issue. Yeah. It was like, what the F? Right. She looked yeah. like she was drunk and like dragging herself out on stage. It yes. Just, that was bad. That was just bad. Show the boot. No one's going to fault you for being hurt. That It is what it is. It is. Another one I didn't really wasn't a fan for, but I appreciate its um, background was Helen Hunt's dress. Yes. The, she a- chose an H&M dress, which is very financially friendly for most of the country, which is great. Also did because the company is going green, but the material was not the best choice. It looked wrinkly and kind of cheap. Yeah, I was watching Fashion Police. I saw this on the red carpet, and I noticed the wrinkles. I thought the color was pretty. I think Helen I love the Hunt, color. I think Helen Hunt is gorgeous. She looked good. Um, let's not forget she was nominated, so she should have really stepped it up. But um, I was watching Fashion Police, and I think Kelly Osborne had this quote. She said, look, I get what you're going for. Everyone in the country, like, you're wearing a dress that pretty much anyone could afford, but that's not the point. The reason you're at the Oscars and you wear those fabulous dresses and the reason they cost so much is because they're flawless material. They don't wrinkle. They yep. they hide what they're supposed to hide, and they show what they're supposed to show. They fall perfectly. That's why they cost the big bucks, and H&M's very inexpensive dress didn't work for her. No, and the only other one I really didn't like was I. people actually were okay with Selma Hayek's look. I hated it. Are we 10? You're wearing a tiara. She looks so chachi. Oh, I chachi. <laughs> I, I mean, I I mean, I mean, love seeing my Latinas up there, and I'm like, go, girl. I mean, you know, I love you, and it's all fantastic, but I hate when they go chachi. I mean, it's like, that is hysterical. She had on, like, what looked like, I don't know if it was, but what looked like on camera, velvet. Was it velvet? It looked velvet. It looked It like looked velvet. black velvet. And she had the tiara. I can't stand tiaras on any woman past 12. I just can't. The tiara was like the big bun on top of your head. It was like she was going to prom. And it had this huge gold thing that came up on her. too much. And I'm sorry. I'll just be honest. I don't like Selma Hayek. But the one thing I like about her is her boobs. So show those at least. Well, she's gorgeous. Give me some cleavage. You look gorgeous. Work your assets. You have a fantastic body. Like, oh, yeah. Work that. What, what, chachi is the, uh, what did you say? Chachi. I mean, right? That's the it's only way chachi. you can put it. It's chachi. It's like, oh my God, you know, it's terrible. we know as Hispanic girls what chachi means. And it, you know, you walk out of the house, yeah. and if your mom says you look chachi, you are not representing your people like you should be. That's the best way to put it. 
It's as that, simple it's just, as that. It is what it is. Okay, one more ugly. <laughs> I don't want to say ugly. Uh, I hate to put it that way. One more ugly dress, as I'm going to say, because yeah. I love this girl. Melissa McCarthy. Okay, if you remember on our podcast last week, she was our number one friend. Remember? Oh, yeah, she's in our circle. We did our circle of friends in our head of celebrities, and Melissa McCarthy was at the very top. But, sweetheart, that dress is terrible. It looks like curtains on you. Look, we get it. You're not a, you're not a tiny girl. But there are other ti- uh, not tiny girls that really can dress for their body. Oh, my God. Anybody can look fantastic on the red carpet, but you have to know your body. Gianna and I know our bodies. It is what it is. You got to, you know, work your assets, so like I said, with Selma Hayek. But she just, it looked like it drapes on her. It was like too much material. Her hair was big Texas hair. Talk about something like in the South, that's what we call it, big Texas hair. You're a big girl. You don't need to add... Big dress, big hair on top of it. It just was the wrong material for her. It, it was, was the wrong color. Bad. It was the wrong design. It's like there was no definition of anything in her body. Like if you are a big girl, you have to define certain things. Right. To try to find your waist right. or try to define, you know, like your cleavage area. She could have done this like beautiful empire waist. Totally. That was very flowage, you know, fluid on the bottom with like, on the, you know, in the upper top, maybe a little more fitted, had the sleeves on it. Yeah. She could have done something totally different. She really could. Or and looked fine. Had like something more fitted, but with a wrap. Right. You know what I mean? Like she, she's a very cool chick and I love her. And I just didn't think that she owned her curves at all. She didn't own their no. curves. And she, and the hair was like, God bless 1972. Oh, it was so bad. Now Octavia Spencer, who is also a not super thin girl, she Spickle. won mm-hmm. for the help last year. That girl knows how to dress for her body. Absolutely. She looked fantastic this year. Last year, I thought she even looked better than this year. She's great. She gets it. She ha- who uh, Melissa, you need to call Octavia's stylist. Yeah. <laughs> that is who needs to be your stylist as well. In fact, whoever styles Octavia should have a niche of, you know, let's style the big girls. Right. Exactly. Because it works for her. It does. Okay. So best dress. Um, we all hands down agree. Stacey Cleveland rocked it. She made retro rocker chic. So red carpet fabulous. She looked great. Hair, dress, the whole nine. Like that, uh, yeah. She was flawless. I'm sorry. I saw her. I picked my freaking mouth off the ground, and then I went on Facebook, and I was like, hands down, Stacey Hebler, I know you're just George Clooney's girlfriend, whatever, but Jesus Christ. She would, if I would have been standing on the red carpet as any other girl, I would have wanted to go home. Oh, yeah. She looked great. She looked that good. She looked fantastic. Um, Jennifer Lawrence's dress, the best, uh, you know, actress winner for the night who fell thing was really funny about it. Um, it wasn't awful. It was beautiful, but I feel like it was too, um, wedding dress. I didn't like it at all. I, like d- it I wouldn't say it was awful, but I didn't like it. There's nothing I like about it. I don't like the color. I don't like, it looks like a wedding dress to me as well. The, the, it looks very thick. Like, um, the material looks like something you would make a couch out of. Like a taffeta. Like, like it's just, curtain. It, I just, I couldn't deal with it. But she's such a pretty girl. Like, I gave her the pass. And she actually got best dress from Fashion Police. Well, I mean, I, I gave her a B. Like, I, I personally, I mean, I don't hate the dress. Like, I actually like the dress. I think it's if a beautiful dress. If you were going dress. to a wedding? If I was going to be, I mean, the be bride, a bride. Yeah. I just think it's very bridal. And I know the Oscars, you can totally go over the top. You know, like, we're complaining about Helen Bonham Carter, who, like, <laughs> was, like, rolled out of bed and threw a dress on and right. put her hair in a, you know, a clip. Um, she didn't do that. She kind of went over. She may have gone the other way. Right. But like Amy Adams, for example, Mm -hmm. who wore this beautiful, large, larger than life dress, I thought was gorgeous. I thought she nailed it with that big type of bouffante dress. Yeah. I thought that was much prettier. 
Anne Hathaway, I couldn't stand. Anne Hathaway and her her fake, I mean, they look like nipples. It, guys think those were her nipples. I that know, makes me that's laugh. That's what cracks me up. It's guys, the darts. That, it's the darts. Those were not nipples, sweethearts. I know you want them to be, but it wasn't. It was the darts. That dress was horrible on every single level that I could come up with. The front is horrible. The, the darts are horrible. The color is horrible. The back is kind of pretty. But overall, she was worse dressed for me, hands down. Hands down. Definitely, I don't feel like she was worse dressed. I definitely would give her a C. I I don't hate the color. I just didn't think the color was perfect for her. She needed to go spray tan or something if she was going to wear that. (laughs) I watched Um, did like I did like the back, um, but I hated the material. Yeah. It it, kind of borderline Helen Hunt's dress to me. Yeah. Like it didn't look... It's that satiny thing that like shows everything. It just wasn't expensive looking. And if you are... uh, Here's the thing. Especially if you're up for best anything... Like you want to make sure performing and presenting and I mean, she was doing like everything you can do in an Oscar. You want to have that dress. Right. And that is not that dress. Right. I agree with that. I would not want to wear that if I was winning the best supporting actress Oscar. No, thanks. Again, Sally Field. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Really? Uh, Reese Witherspoon, what did you think about her dress? I loved her dress. I thought she looked stunning. More than that, I loved her hair. I loved her hair. P.S. She had a baby like Five months ago, I know, three months ago, phenomenal. Reese Witherspoon can do no wrong though. She's my favorite actress. Like she can do no wrong to me. So I'm probably not the best to judge that. But I loved the color of that dress, and I don't even like blue. <laughs> I love the color. I thought she looked fantastic. I loved her hair. I did. I, I was kind of iffy on the boob area. Yeah, it, it comes down a little low. She needed more support. She needed more support, Again, and I, she's probably still breastfeeding for God's sake. So she needs like some. And support to hold those puppies up. Well, and it didn't like when she walked to her profile when she was coming out. Like it just like it it didn't get, it didn't do her it didn't flatter her mm-hmm. from that angle mm-hmm. when she walked on. When you look at it from the front, it's pretty, but from the side, it's not as pretty. Gotcha. And that's just kind of the boob area. Yeah, like it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't perfect on her. Gotcha. Um, Jessica Chastain looked gorgeous. I didn't like that dress. You didn't like it at all. What didn't you like about it? I don't like the color. I like the it color. Wa- it washed her out. It's like the salmon color with her light skin and her red hair. It just like she like. It's like she just blends away. <laughs> I think she was trying to go for elongation. Yeah, well, that worked. Which is what Anne Hathaway, I think, was trying to go for, too, but... She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. She's, like, <laughs> tall and skinny. Okay, Carrie Washington didn't love it. I didn't love it either. I didn't love it at all. It looked kind of, like, sort of, like, I'm going to go to the Prom. inaugurational ball Yeah, or yeah maybe like you know that. I mean? It looks a little... The color looks, like, a little promy to me. I just... Yeah, not a feel. Sa- Sally Fields, I liked her dress. She nailed it. I, she She's stunning. She I, nailed she's it. Just a, Pretty lady. Gorgeous. Jennifer Aniston, here's the thing. I love you, Jennifer Aniston, but I expect more. Yes. Very good. Well, I expect well put, more from you. You're an, you're an, a, yeah, you're an A-list actress. You're probably one of the most successful actresses of our time. I just expect you to be perfect. And her hair was just like everyday hair. Yeah. Which I it just was, thought that was really strange. It was everyday hair. Her dress hair. was okay, but I felt like it was a little too much material. It was a little too much going on. Yeah, it was. It, I just, mean, it just, she didn't show off her body. She did nothing for me. I honestly feel like she wasn't that, like, she was like, eh, to be there To be not. there, yeah, I even know. in her interviews, you know, that she did on the red carpet, she wasn't like, oh my God, this is so fantastic. But, I mean, come on, she's never been nominated. Right. I don't think she ever will be. If she does, just she'll be lucky. No yeah. offense, I'd love her too, but she's not like... She's a character, like a... She's, she's a funny, funny, silly, goofy character right. actress. Actually, maybe she has been nominated. Am I wrong? I... If she has, that's news to me because I don't recall. I'm trying to think if there was a movie that Although, she like, did. Sandra Bullock plays those roles, too, and she did get a serious one, and she was really good at it, so... Yeah, but she transformed herself. Well, that's true. I mean, I shouldn't get... Maybe Jennifer Aniston could transform herself. And Sandra Bullock's dress I loved as well, by the way. She but let's fantastic. do something different with your hair. Yeah. I think that's hands down kind of what it was. Anyway, overall, it was a nice night. Everyone looked beautiful for the most part. 
I was a fan of uh, Seth MacFarlane. I wasn't either. The boob song we both loved. I, I saw your boobs. That was funny. That was funny. But his beginning sequence took 20 minutes. That was 20 minutes that we'll never get back. I thought he was funny when he got into just being Seth MacFarlane. His one-liners were funny. The later the night got, the better he got. I, I thought, yeah, at the end he was fine. But before, I, I wasn't a fan. He's get, he's very, like, um, polarizing. Either people loved him or it seems like they really didn't like him at all. Yeah, absolutely. Seth MacFarlane fans loved him. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. The winners, I pretty much feel like they were all pretty expected. I was really happy Argo won because I love that film. I was too. I was um, happy for Ben Affleck, who his speech had to go, but His whatever. speech was a little suspect um, <laughs> with his situation with Jennifer Garner, but it, other than that, it was it was good. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, hi. She fell. She got up. Everyone stood up she for her, and it. she's like, you're only standing for me because I just fell. Sit down. That was the most classic moment. Yeah, ever. she owned it. I loved her for that too. I, I mean, and again, outside of it being incredibly way too long, it was actually... A satisfying Oscar evening. By the way, Jennifer Aniston, Golden Globe. That's what I was thinking. Golden Globe. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Right. For friends, of course. So speaking of, okay, so Anne Hathaway and the Oscars. I've been noticing something since, well, actually before the Oscars. People are ragging on her like nobody's business. I was just ragging on her dress. I wasn't ragging on her as an individual. I didn't like the dress she chose. Mm -hmm. But people are like tearing her down. There was a whole blog on Yahoo.com this morning about... It gave every clip of every award she's won this season. I mean, Critics' Choice, everything she's yeah, won. she did great. It was like, these are the most annoying, um, this is why she's so annoying. These are the most annoying moments of the whole award season. Like, it was so terrible. What do people not like about it, her? She's like the Taylor Swift of films. Is it that she's trying to be too genuinely surprised or I something? I think so. Like, I think she's, at, like, okay, okay. Like, we all love Taylor Swift. Right. I love her. You know love what I mean? Her. Like, she's adorable. She's yeah. a doll. She, I think she's so But cute. she does some seriously immature, quirky stuff. But, like, if you win it, I, like, I feel like that I would be that person. Like, if I won an Oscar, I don't care if everyone in the world was calling it, Chasta's going to win, Chasta's going to win, and I had won everything up until that point. If I won an Oscar, I would still be shitting my pants. Absolutely. But I don't think people found her as genuinely surprised as, like, Jennifer Lawrence was. Like, Jennifer Lawrence, when she was literally, like, are you serious right, right now? Right. Oh, my God. I and just I, won an Oscar. And I fell up the stairs because I'm know? in such shock. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's part of it. Also, too, I think Anne Hathaway way to some people comes across as she's so poised and she's so put together sometimes. Like she's still like, I'm an Hathaway, you know, and she's so successful and critically acclaimed in a lot of what she does. Uh, that I can you know? see actually. So I think it kind of she, goes to her head a little bit. She does seem very put together and very well-spoken always. You know what I mean? And even like I was watching some of those clips they put up on that blog and I didn't realize this, but when she won the Critics' Choice Awards, they misspelled her name. And her, uh, it was, she, they left off the E on Anne and she was like, this is a very bittersweet moment for me. Um, you know, I loved winning this, but you misspelled my name. I thought that was funny, but then she goes on to like, she's like, I hate to be, I would have been, I would have said, I hate to be rude. She's used a word I'd never use. Like, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like her vocabulary was like ridiculous in that moment. I was like, Oh, I love you. Oh crap. No, I don't. It's, uh, she's one of those people that uh, you all are going to stop and hear what I have to say. Right. Everyone, and half the stuff I say, it's going to be because I read the book, how to speak bigger words than you. <laughs> so, right. you know what I mean? It's like, she doesn't get that. She doesn't have that like friendly, endearing. She's like, she's not in the circle. She's not, no. She's not I, I coming mean, I, to Best Friend Celebrity Dinner. No, I agree with you on that. I mean, I don't hate her, but I definitely could see that for sure. I don't yeah. think she would be a person I'd be friends with in person. But I like her as an actress. She's very good. Yeah, she's, I think everybody would agree with that. They said on that blog that um, she was, you know, 
very supposed to be very genuine when she won, but her genuine speech, she apparently had rehearsed like four times. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing too about the Oscar speech is like, I get so annoyed. Like this is the one opportunity you get to get on stage and it could be the only time in the world you win an Oscar or the biggest award of your life. Yeah. I hate when they cut people off. I do too. Like if you're going to give Seth MacFarlane 20 minutes of crap in the opening number for the Oscars, absolutely. you absolutely should be giving the guy who won best documentary short or whatever it was, foreign film, more time to thank people because <laughs> that's the that people be it. that matter. Like, that's it. Like, you ruined his whole experience. And P.S., that's why we're here. That's why yeah, we're all watching we're the Oscars here. is to learn about these filmmakers and then watch the films that we love throughout the year and to talk about them. I don't care about Seth MacFarlane and William Shatner going back and forth for 20 minutes. That's not why I'm no, here. No, at all. Open with funny liners, rip a couple celebrities, and let's move on with our lives. Right. It just, it was kind of ridiculous. That whole William yeah. Shatner thing. And I love William. And I like Seth MacFarlane. It's just not right for, it just didn't work. Yeah. I um, agree. <laughs> I was laughing too because, you know, I think everyone too, like you said earlier, the ages, you know, anyone who was under 30 mm-hmm. loved him. Yeah. And anyone was over, you know, 40 was like, whatever. Oh, my mom called me like at 15 minutes into the beginning and she was like, what the hell's going on? Because <laughs> she obviously doesn't get his humor yeah. at all. She's not going to watch Family Guy. That's no. not, you know, not her speed. She didn't get it. She didn't get it at all. She was like, this is awful. I didn't get it as much either. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'll be honest too. All right. Enough about the Oscars. By the way, you're listening to the Candy Divas with Gianna and Chasta, our little fun conversations. So we like to talk about um, fun girly stuff like dresses. And then we also like to talk about things like sports. And there's some interesting sports news today. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, a lot of people obviously have been following this Manti Teo thing. You yeah. You know, the fake girlfriend oh, kind of issue. So God. he's been at the NFL Combine. Um, trying to get, you know, get drafted, see what his draft placement's going to be, um, upcoming in April. Yes. Question real quick for the sports people that don't know. So the combine is they go, they do take a bunch of tests to see. Yeah, like they, they go to interviews, they run the 40, he's a linebacker. Right. So he's going to be a linebacker groups and he's going to run, you know, the 40 in time, but he was actually over what most linebackers would be expected. Right. Didn't he come in like 20th out of 26 or 20th something like that? 20th out of 26 yeah. people. Yeah. So, so if, so with, they're with a team. So they go to this. So what their team, nobody's team keeps you if you're not like in a contract or well, something? Well, it just, it basically what it is, it's not, it's not that, I mean, they're just, they're coming out of college. So right. it's really just to see where they would fall in the draft and like the, oh, this is just for college. This is going into the NFL. Is that what you're saying? This is for people going into the NFL. Out of, trying, out of college. Uh, no, I think other people can be invited as well. I'm not okay. sure. I don't know hundred percent, but okay. yeah, no, I'm pretty sure other people can be. It's people who don't have, you know, who are Free not agents. playing. Who are, well. It's people who are not playing football professionally who are trying to get on the get on get on the radar. Okay, got it. Hey, sorry, had to sneeze. Um, um, so Manti Teo apparently a lot of people are thinking that he may be gay because of this whole situation with his dead, invisible, non-existent girlfriend scandal that everything went through. And so now they're saying that during this... It is NFL, college football players, by the way. Okay, so yeah. it's only college. Yeah. Okay, now that makes more sense. Um, so during this combine, now they may ask if he's gay? Well, it's a, te- it's, a, it's a series of physical and kind of mental tests. Like you do, you interview, you, you do interviews and they want to know about your character and conversations and this and that. And yeah, I guess it's kind of been brought up that they want to ask if he's a homosexual. Okay, so here's my first thought on that. This, to me, and the way you're explaining it, sounds like a job interview. Pretty you much. You cannot ask somebody that you're going to hire 
their sexual orientation. So why should you be able to do that to a player of any sport? I, I mean, I do agree with that. I, we actually discussed this on the sports program that I work on. You know, it is very personal. I don't think that's a, a question that you need to ask somebody. I think you can ask him about his character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can ask him about his ethics mm-hmm. and choices and things like that. But you can't be specific. I just don't think you can be specific. I mean, if I was I hiring think, you in an interview, I couldn't ask you that I think the, I don't even think I can ask you if you're married. Um, that's what would they, Tonelli said that this morning, probably not. If you're in like a regular job interview, I think the, the problem with this is, is like, you know, they invest so much money in these kids mm-hmm. and you know, how they fit in the team, how they're going to fit with the locker room. Obviously there's, you know, this whole gay issue with the NFL is kind of a big deal. You know, they're, you, it's like not something they don't know how he's going to be accepted and this and that. So, I mean, I, I kind of see their hesitation, However, I don't think it's fair. I mean, I don't think it's acceptable at all. Like, it's none of their business. It's none of their business. It's personal And what does it have to do with football? Is it just so the other guys in the locker room will know? Like, well, I don't understand. I just don't understand the correlation. I don't get why this matters Well, the thing is, too, is, like, if they asked him that question and he answers it honestly and then they choose not to hire him. I mean, can't he sue them for that? I, I mean, I would, if I was discriminated in a job interview because I was a Latina or whatever, any female or whatever, I would absolutely think I could sue. I don't know. It's, it's like a very, I, I, I think you draw the territory for the NFL. Yeah. And you have to draw the line. I think it's a very personal, it's a very personal private question. It's nobody's business, but his, who asked about your sex life. Can you imagine sitting down in an interview for anything and somebody like that you didn't know is asking you what you do in your bedroom? That's well, just... And homosexuality is... I mean, the part you're afraid of, quote-unquote, NFL, happens in the bedroom. You're asking something super personal of someone. Absolutely personal. And on top of the fact, it's like, it's... You know, I get... I don't think whether you're gay or not ju- is really says who you are as your, as your character. As a person. As a person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can be a fantastic person. What nailed it in for him was the fact that he had this whole fake girlfriend and I just don't think people can possibly imagine he was that gullible. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's the problem. I think they, they believe that he, I think people still believe that he had some sort of part in this and that they can't wrap their head around him, not realizing that this is a hoax and him not being in on it and trying to hide the fact that he might be gay. If you want to, if you want to test someone, and this may be a controversial thing for me to say, but I'm going to be honest. If you want to test someone or dig or ask questions about their mental health, as in, do they have mental health uh, problems in their past? Have they had a history of mental health? Because that, I mean, if you're making up, if he was not gullible and he was making up this entire thing, that to me is a mental health issue. That could affect a job. That could affect your performance, your relationships in the NFL. We've seen that kind of thing, people Mm -hmm. bringing guns and killing everyone because of their mental health. That to me seems like a legitimate question. But whether he's gay or not, not a legitimate question. It's not. It's nobody's business. I just don't. It's it's just really odd. You're absolutely 100% right. It is nobody's business. It's sad. It I mean, is sad. He, I, I mean, it, it, it sucks for him. He didn't do that well in his running and that kind of stuff with the group that day. So I don't even know if they're going to, I mean, how interested people are going to be in him anyway. I Yeah. I think, yeah, this has been a weird year for him for sure. Not to go off the rails here, but this just reminded me, let's go into politics for a second. So the gay issue. So last night I'm sitting in bed, I'm watching CNN eating dinner and um, all of a sudden this commercial comes on for, it's a, I can't remember the website. It's like a gay family values type dot org thing. Why have I seen this? Promoting. Wait, what's this on? It was on CNN. 
I think I've seen this it was commercial. a commercial. Yes, um, and they're talking about you know family values for gay people, which I'm all over because I'm clearly liberal. And so I'm like, oh, this is great. And they're like, but here's what they say: as Republicans, and I'm all, what? <laughs> so here's here's what the Republican base is doing now, which is smart on their part because they need to do this because if the Republicans stay as the Republicans they are right now, they're going to die off in like five years. Because they're so hardcore right wing Mm -hmm. and our whole society is moving more towards the middle anyway. Yeah. That if they don't like start coming with some modernization, they're going to screw themselves. Okay. That's basically why they lost, in my opinion, the election is because they're still living in 1950. Um, But I see what they're doing. But it was so funny. Like now the Republicans are putting out a commercial (laughs) about gay marriage. Like it was shocking to me. Like, in a good way, though. I mean, yeah, it's a good I mean, thing. It's, like, I was there proud of it. You know, or yeah. at least, or at least they found accepting. one, you know. <laughs> like, they found a loophole. Yeah, they found exactly. To be more accepting. To put, like, to I'm, I'm specifically more talking about social issues. Republicans on the financial side are always going to be more conservative. It is what it is. And in government, I'm just talking about social issues mm-hmm. right now. That's, in that whole conversation, that's what I'm talking about, social issues. If they don't start to modernize their thoughts on things like gay marriage, they're going to screw themselves over, basically, because our whole society is moving more towards equality. That's where I'm going with this. But the, I, I was shocked when I saw that. As a Republican, it was a couple. It was a, a male and female couple mm-hmm. just saying that as Republicans, they support equality for all. And it was a touching commercial. It was about the guy found out that his best man was gay, and he was like, you know, he I stood... I have seen Have this. you seen this? Yeah. This is my first time to see this commercial. And he was like... I found out my best my best man was gay, and I, I probably he probably stood by me on my wedding day, and I want to do the same for him. It was a yeah. really touching, fabulous commercial, but I was kind of repl- proud of the Republican base for doing that. Chasta said she's proud of the Republican uh, that's base. A fir- that's this the first thing. time that's ever come out of my mouth. Can and we fall out of my, our chairs here. I know. <laughs> Speaking of loopholes, according to this article, there is a quirk in the American legal system that means... NFL teams are governed by differing laws on the level of intrusive questioning they can impose on potential draft picks, such as Manti Teo. So they can ask him anything they want then? Oh. I mean, is that what that's saying? It's kind of what that means to me. His sexuality has been the subject of much debate, blah, 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 blah. One NFL insider, NBC Sports Mike Florio, said that several NFL organizations would like to know whether the powerful Hawaiian linebacker is gay. Okay. It's kind of the elephant in the room. Okay, it is kind of a. I don't. Actually, what did we learn? It's only for college players, and right. the NFL can ask you anything. Exactly. That's what we've learned today in our uh, Google research, and you can believe you can believe anything you see on the internet. Um, so he, I'm not as concerned about his sexuality as I am about the guy who was the voice of the girl. That guy, I wonder if he's gay. For sure, he's admitted. But I think he's has admitted. he admitted it? Yeah. Did he, he come out? He said he was in love with Manta. With Manti. oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because here's the thing: I honestly can't believe. I know most people can't, but I can believe that Manti Teo could be that gullible. I, I believe that's a possibility because I think guys, when they think they have girls that like them or that they're going to get some, they'll believe anything. Like that, I that it doesn't really shock me that much. And P.S., he's not the only person this has happened to. We have an entire television show called Catfish on MTV yeah. where this happens to tons of people. But this not is not the only guy. famous person like Why does it matter if he's famous or not? And P.S., he wasn't famous to me before this whole thing came out. I'd never heard of Manti Teo. No, but I mean, it, true, but it's like you're such a public figure even within the, I mean, and with social media and Google, if you had never met this person, don't you think he'd be Googling 
the heck out of but this person. But that goes for all these people that get catfished. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know. I have a hard time. Believing. By the way, but you're know, saying that the guy who masterminded is recovering from homosexuality. Recovering That's from homosexuality. So, yeah. So, he, I, I guess he was in love with Manti kind of thing. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. I, I just kind of, I feel like, like, if you said that statement backwards, like somebody thought Manti Teo was dating them, that would make sense to me. Google Manti Teo, find out he's a celebrity and be like, you're full of shit. But do that backwards, it doesn't make sense because you Google a random person and, and for the bulk of society, not a whole lot comes up. If I Google my but mom, not much is going to come up. Okay. The, nothing against a lot of the catfish people, but so, but the majority of them are definitely unique in the sense, <laughs> you know what I mean? The like guy that started catfish is a very well-educated well, right. guy. I, 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 and I said that, not all of them. Okay. I clarified. So I, not all of them are like this, but a, a majority are unique people. So mm-hmm. they may be easily roped into someone who shows them that kind of attention that they are desiring. Do you, see, you know what I mean? Like easily. Whereas Manti Teo is a hugely popular, successful athlete. Does that make him Notre smart? Dame. doesn't make him smart, but it certainly makes it, the options... For female friendships, a lot more, you know, there's a lot more opportunities for him to hang out with girls in the physical form as opposed to a girl he met online. So that's why I think people are concerned that, or are people kind of have the impression that he might be gay because if he starts a relationship with a girl in the physical form and everyone kind of sees it, then they're going to be like, oh, and what if he, maybe he can't just bring himself to do that because of his homosexuality, okay. reportedly. Uh-huh. But if he does it online and it's kind of like, sort of in the back burner and he's just focusing on football, then maybe people won't assume things. It's like, oh, he's just got a long distance girlfriend. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I find Not like, that I'm taking it from anti Teo. I couldn't care less about this guy, but I just, I find it interesting because I mean, I'll go ahead and put it out there. I've had an emotional relationship online with someone. I happen to know them, but even if exactly. I hadn't, but you knew them, but even if I hadn't, I mean, what if, I mean, people do this all the time. It's I online know, dating. That's, I get it. I get it's online dating, but at some point you're going to want to meet the person, be around the person or have some sort of like, there is Skype these days. There are so many This happens avenues. on an entire TV TV show. I know. And I, and I'm not knocking the TV show. I'm actually fascinated by it, but I will say that there, that I think someone in his position shouldn't, I mean, I don't think it was that easy to be, to to be duped. I think it was a lot harder for him to make all of us believe that he was duped because of who he is. Mm -hmm. A regular person, I can see that for sure, especially some of these unique people. What do you mean when you say unique? Well, you know, unique, like, you know, maybe they're not like physically the most attractive person in the room. There's like, there's a really hot guy in there. I said really majority. But I mean, we're looking. No, 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 wait. There are exceptions to the rule, Chasta. There are exceptions. I understood that, but we're only talking about one season, maybe eight episodes. I mean, you're talking, you're saying most, there's only like eight, nine people we're talking about on that show. Yeah, and there's a couple people who are attractive. Really pretty girl that ended up, she was dating another lesbian But who knows young what's going on in her Georgia. head? She seemed normal to me. Well, other than gullible. And things are edited. And know? innocent. It's a TV show. It's like things are edited. You can't I, yeah. believe, like, you cannot believe, every, like, if I believed every Beverly Hills Housewife episode that came across, I mean, then I think I would be super gullible. I, but I don't see this show. Have you watched more than one episode of this I've show? I've watched like two or three. It, I mean, I don't think this show is on the same level as Beverly. Whatever. No, but it still is a TV show. You know, they're going to edit it to represent the situation. And I do say they do a good job. Like when when people don't want to be, when people don't want to interact with the mm-hmm. catfish person. When, right. You know, he does show that, you know, yeah, I'm having a hard time getting this person to want to meet you. Right. And that. He shows the conflicts and difficulties of wanting these. But then obviously I think it's because these people have something to hide. Oh, oh. 
Which is always what happens. Always, yeah. I don't know. They're not going to have something on there without a crazy ending. They're just not. It would. I mean, the whole show is built on that. That I agree with for well, sure. I mean, and if this is the truth, and he's finding every gullible person in America, I think he's probably going through. I think the bulk you and I, I, I don't think can relate to it because I think a, I would say a large percentage of our country, at least probably the world. Dates online. Sure. Has apps on their phone where they date online and they meet a lot of strangers and all of that. I've never done that, so I don't really relate to it, but I could see how this could easily happen. My, the, where I start getting tripped up is when you ask the person, can we Skype? Can we FaceTime? Can we, you know, whatever. And they keep telling you no, and you go past a couple of months on that. That's where I don't understand. Exactly. And that's like where some of these people have done this for years. That's my point. So what they're, what they're, I think, connected to is that emotional relationship that they have, whether or not they can see that person. Right. I think it's, then it goes beyond just, you know, wanting to meet that person. It's yeah. the need and the, the desire to have that, those conversations and that love with that person. What I find fascinating about that show in general is that a lot of times they end up being friends because they've built a relationship well, sure. with, even though it's not the person you thought it was, technically, it's somebody that you've shared a lot with over time and they end up being friends. And it's I think weird. Emotional, I don't think I would be that person. It'd be very hard. But I do think emotional relationships are very... I don't know. They're, they're heavy. They're very heavy. Yeah. They're very important, important to you. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It's just like having a regular relationship. Right. I just think you have to draw the line somewhere when that person doesn't want to, like you said, Skype or, fa- or you know. Or has Facebook a million has excuses fakeness. not to meet you. Or yeah. yeah I that's, that's my point. Like, that's where I'm like, yeah. uh, that's why this whole Manti Teo thing, the gullible girl, you know, being so gullible. So you think he's gay? I don't know if he's gay. I just think he knew. You think he knew. Why would he do it if he... Because he's not gay. Let's assume he's not gay. Okay. Okay. He's not gay, and he's he knew why. What would be he's the point? in too deep. He was in too deep, so he didn't know. I don't think he knew right first. away. Okay, Correct. but when he found out, he yes. per- that I believe. Yeah. Then he, he perpetuated mm-hmm. the situation because he didn't want to admit that he'd been dating somebody that was a boy. And you probably because <laughs> that would be in, that if you're not gay, you might not be proud of that. Yeah, and you probably you know? you know he's getting all this extra attention. Of course, he wants to play professionally in the NFL. He's on right. the radar now. People are right. you know watching this guy. Right. You know the sad the sad stories. I mean, it made for great TV, it was great drama, great drama. So I think you got. I mean, it's probably how many times have we told a lie and it's just, we just got so sucked up in it that that lie will continue for the rest of and our lives. And it grows. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like I've it's been there. It snowballs. It snowballs, you know, yeah. and you just have to roll with it, you know? And, and that's what he tried to do and he got caught. And he got caught. You just got to, you got to pray for the not, like there's no inconsistencies. Right. You, you know, he did not control, I think the hopes at first, but then when he found out, obviously he, I, I personally, this is my opinion. I think he sort of you know, fell into the trap of it all and kind of had to deal with it and did it the best way he could and hoping it would just go away. And just go away. And unfortunately, in the days of Facebook and Twitter and social media and constant news, things unfortunately do not go no, away. No, nothing goes away at all. So like if someone takes a picture of you and you don't like it, too bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too yeah. Bad. It doesn't go away. Yeah. I mean, even if you untag yourself, don't be a fool and think that those pictures are going away. They're still online. And once shit's up online, it's online. Oh my God. I have a friend who want, who is like a hobbyist photographer. Mm-hmm. He's very talented, but there are some pictures that he's taken to me that aren't my favorite. Right. Not because he's not good at what he does, but the subject matter myself at oh, the moment stop. was not feeling it. You don't like it. I didn't like yeah. it, but he, he ain't taking them down. He's not going to take them down. But even those if are like, up there forever. Even if Ugh. he did take them down, it, even if they're up there for a couple of days, anybody can have access to those photos. So people, people can steal them 
and use you as a catfish person, just saying. They can put them up on other websites. Yeah. They can call them their own. Like, they're out there. People I get so disconnected with the internet. Like, they just forget, like, what this screen represents. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And how much is in here. You yeah. know, it's not just a computer. It's not just a screen. It's not just Facebook. People are getting fired. But I have a friend, a very, very good friend, who got fired from his job for something he put on his personal Facebook page. Not his not his fan page, not his show page, none of that. His personal face with a different name than even what he goes on the air. Like people wouldn't even know. Is he friends with his boss on his personal he page? He was I guess friends with someone at work because someone saw it. Ugh, and that's he a got whole fired off conversation because that's a big deal. And and that's going like I feel like there are some places in our society where we're going into uncharted territory because like should he have deserved to get get fired over something that had nothing to do with work? You know what I mean? Like it depends. Like but if he would have I mean, said I, that in a at a dinner, you know, would he have gotten fired? No. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of weird territory now because it's on a public forum, kind of. It's weird, and I, I think it also draws a line. If you are a public figure, you always have right. to be careful what you say, even on your personal stuff. One hundred percent. Like I, yeah. I am always so conscious of things like that. Yeah. When you are a public figure, or you're, you know, there's people who. Pay attention to what you say. And sponsors and that might put money behind you correct. as an individual. Yes. Be influential, then yeah. By the way, Scotty, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying they're right. I'm just... I, yeah, you I, didn't deserve to be yeah, fired. Yeah, you didn't right. deserve to be fired by... Because I know what you said, and it wasn't what people not were by telling. Yeah, exactly. Not by that. That was a definite overreaction. Even way overreaction. But it's just kind of... It's kind of weird. It's uncharted territory, for, for sure. sure. All right. Well, we are kind of out of time today. Yes, um, we are. That was a fun Candidiva conversation. That was quick. It was really like girly, and then we got super like interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we got super interesting if we do say so ourselves. Um, don't forget to check out our website, <laughs> CanDoDivas.com. Like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. Even though we don't tweet that much, it's still kind of fun to follow. Yeah. Maybe um, if you start following us, then we'll tweet more. Yeah. Why not? Right? Right. It's a lot of work, people. It is. <laughs> All, All right. right, guys. Check us next week. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs>